He's a jolly old man with a big white beard. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe with 10,000 watts of power. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about the good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Bob, you scared to be Jesus. Little harmony, Howard. <laughs> I usually do the, the whistle there, and I was making some notes and not paying attention. I didn't whistle, and suddenly I heard this whistle coming out of some. Thought that was my part. My God, it was slider. Lord, that's good. A little harmony was good there. I think we we we, we whistled in tune. I think. The regular Oak Ridge boys in here, Howard. Where that was pretty good stuff. Uh, it's I don't know if it's sunny outside right now or not, uh, but it will be sunny later in the day. That's the official forecast. Uh, probably cloudy for this morning, but sunny. Uh, later in the day today, daytime high will be around 46 or so. I lost my weather forecast here. Here it is. Uh, daytime high will be around 46. I was right. Uh, down to around 36 tonight, 56 tomorrow, and sunny tomorrow. I think uh, uh, Tyler Vanji was with us earlier, said that Friday will be the, the good day if you want to do some stuff. Sunny, um, mid-50s for the high. Uh, temperature staying nice and warm into the weekends. In fact, 60 on Saturday and even close to 50 on uh, close to 60 on Sunday. But uh, Saturday and Sunday we'll see rain. Sunday we'll see a lot of rain. So uh, be aware of that. It's still cold though. Uh, just double check things. 35 Wheeling Ohio County Airport. 35 at the Highlands. 36 in Elm Grove. Are you still 35 here? 35. We're not. Uh, we're not moving. 35 Howard. degrees here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley tonight is the debate in West Virginia between three of the four Republican gubernatorial candidates. There are four candidates vying in the... Uh, Actually, apparently, Bob, I just did a little quick reading during the break. Are there five? Who'd we miss? Well, what I have here is uh, Stephen Allen Adams, who, by the way, is now on vacation. He left town yesterday and said, I'm leaving my cell phone behind. Don't anybody bug me. I'm gone for the guy. He's up in a cabin someplace with some friends. He said, that's it. I'm on vacation. But before he left, he wrote a story for the Intel uh, about the, the race. And um, the poll, the Black Bear Pack poll, 39% said to support Morrissey, uh, Patrick Morrissey, 23% House Judiciary Chairman uh, Mark Capito, 14% Secretary of State Mac Warner, 10%. Huntington businessman Chris Miller, 14% undecided. We just talked about that. But also in that story, uh, he has a report that came out in October. The West Virginia chapter of Americans for Prosperity, AFP, a conservative grassroots group, which also is tied to a good extent to Morrissey, 29% said they vote for Morrissey. Okay, number one. Uh, 18% supporting Capito, a bigger gap there than the other polls are showing. 8% for Mac Warner. I am still amazed that Mac isn't doing better. I really am. Six uh, percent supporting Miller. And are you ready for this? I'm ready. One percent supporting Martinsburg resident Rashid Yost. Uh, whoop! <laughs> it, it, I, is is there a, is there another one in the race I didn't know about? Sounds like it, Howard. And, and you know, I was thinking the break again. It, it's not it's not that hard, Patrick Morrissey. He he should address. Us native West Virginians, as I'm not a native, 
you know, I came here, my, my wife and I came here because we thought it would be a great place to raise our family. That's why I come to West Virginia and I got into politics. But yes, I am not a native West Virginian. I, I think he could have really picked up momentum with that. And I think he could have won. I'm, I'm not so sure now. I, I, I think he, again, uh, if you, those of you just joining us, we Morrissey is not going to take part in tonight's debate. And I believe there's another debate coming up in a month or so. And don't hold me to that, but it's in my head. There's somebody else doing a debate as well. And again, Morrissey says not going to take part in that. But tonight, the debate sponsored by Metro News, uh, Morrissey says he's not coming. Uh, now, Morrissey has had an issue with the way Metro News has covered some of this stuff. So I don't know. So it's personal. So I don't know if there's anything personal in this or not. I'm, he doesn't say that, and I'm not going to make that claim. I'm just going to note that in the past, he's been pretty snippy about how Metro News has covered him. So there is that to put into the mix. But Morrissey's not going to be there, and I just think it is a gigantic mistake. Again, repeating myself from last hour, he's not Donald Trump. Donald Trump can get away with not going to the debates. Patrick Morrissey is not Donald Trump, and he can't do that. And I think uh, for those who care, for those who pay attention, you will either watch the debate tonight or you'll see coverage of the debate tomorrow, and you'll hear comments made by Mac Warner and comments made by Chris Miller and comments made by um, uh, Moore Capito, and you won't hear a word made by Patrick Morrissey because he won't be there. And I think that's going to bode poorly for Morrissey, not to mention the fact that I think Voters who care are going to go, why won't you even debate your opponents? And I agree 100%, Howard. And I was trying to figure out why. Who, who is in his ear telling him that this is a good idea? Do you think it's a, he's afraid of what the other candidates might, might ask him about Trump? They, that they might expose him that maybe he's not in good standing with, with Donald Trump anymore? I, I, I'm, There's got to be a reason why. I, 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 I agree. I agree. Honestly, I think I think he just wants to be like Trump. I think Trump didn't go to the debate. I won't go to the debate. I think he has made a he and whoever's around him. And I don't know because I don't have any contact with Patrick Morrissey. And let me be as clear as a bell. I have specifically offered him time on the radio show. Um, and I would happily give him time on the radio show. And I would treat him well and with respect. I am drawing the distinction between that <laughs> And Alex Mooney. Yes. <laughs> right, but uh, I mean, I would love to have Patrick on the show. And, and somebody should be saying, Patrick, this past year you had a good year in the state of West Virginia. Tell everybody what you have done. Yeah. Um, he's been relying on, you know, his press releases and his little press conferences. And I don't mean to be pejorative, but it's not like he's getting Governor Justice-style press conferences. He holds a little press conference outside his office, and, and the Charleston reporters cover it, and there's a little blurb about it. But – it's not getting the the national the, the statewide press that it probably should. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know. And he is technically in the lead in the various polls, but the lead is depending on which of the polls you look at, very small to mediumly small. Um, and I still believe. It's anybody's race. I think it's anybody's race. We talked yesterday, Howard, about Alex Mooney being at the crossroads. Decision time. Yes. Does he put his tail between his legs and go back and try to get his old seat back? Because what happens if he just goes away? And I think that's a good question for Patrick Morrissey, too. What happens if you're unsuccessful? And I'd say right now the, 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 the odds are you're going to be unsuccessful. 
Does he just go away then, Howard? I mean, he's kind of a young guy. Is it over for him? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to disagree. I think, although it's, I think it's anybody's race. I think right now, Morrissey is probably the front runner. I think Moore Capito's got a real good shot between now and Election Day of overtaking him. But I, I think Morrissey is in good place right now. But if he he has been the Attorney General for three terms, I think, um, and before that he was. Well, a carpetbagger. So, I mean, um, what does he do next? I, I, I don't know. He's run for the Senate seat. He lost to Joe Manchin. Um, I think this is what he was aiming for. And you remember, you remember how he didn't. He, he, he has, he is treating himself like again. I'm going to go back to treating himself like Donald Trump, like the inevitable candidate. Do you remember before, while everybody else was announcing they were going to run for governor or the Senate? You know, Mooney was in the Senate race and Justice in the. Uh, in the Senate race, and and these various candidates were getting into the governor's race and secretary, everything, and uh, people say to Morrissey, "I will decide in my own time." You know, I, when you will hear my plans when I'm ready to reveal my plans, acting as if he is the the Trump candidate, the guy that just is the inevitable. Whatever I decide to do, I will tell you, and then I will. I think he's got an ego issue here. Yeah, hey, Joe, come here. Or, 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 hey, Patrick, come here. You remember Trump endorsed you, but but Manson beat you, right? <laughs> you remember that, right? And I still think, I still think Trump, I won't say holds a grudge, but when Morrissey, when Trump was in town for Morrissey, and now, mind you, he was there for Morrissey. Morrissey, and, and so Donald Trump says, yeah, boy, my guy here, Patrick is here. Yeah, Patrick, come on up. Yeah, all right, this is the guy. And Morrissey took over the microphone and just went on and on. And you, honestly, you could see Trump in the background like, wrap it up, buddy. Wrap it up. I give you your minute in the sun. It's time for me to talk again. I, I, I'm not saying that, that that's an issue here, but I can't help but think Donald Trump remembers that. That's the guy that wouldn't shut up when I was supposed to speak. I think he, what he does remember is, again, that he endorsed him, which he thinks that is gold, yeah, and, and yet and he lost. So I guarantee he hasn't forgot that. No, that's uh, that's a good point. So anyways, if the rest of you have any thoughts about this, uh, you can call or text. The Frio Stack auction service lines are open. The text line, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. The uh, phone line, 304-232-8255. Frio Stack lines open and available for you to use tonight, 7 o'clock on our radio stations uh, and on wvmetronews.com online. You can listen to the debate between the three of the four Republican candidates. Seven to eight o'clock is the debate. It is, uh, I, I guess, moderated by, hosted by. Hoppy will be there giving them questions, kind of guiding the conversation. And then afterwards at eight o'clock, from eight to nine o'clock, there will be post-debate analysis, uh, which will include uh, Brad McElhaney, Dave Wilson from Metro News, uh, Charleston Mayor Danny Jones will be there, Jeff Jenkins from Metro News, and I will be part of that team as well. So, so you're going to play nice, Howard, or are you going to break out of the pack? Oh, I think I suspect I – su- I suspect part of the reason that they asked me was <laughs> we might as well get somebody who's going to give us a different take on things. I, I, I don't know. But you know what? I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll do an honest analysis. I'll, I'll take a look and see what happens. It's – you know, it's not. It's not. I have no dog in this hunt because number one, no Democrats. This is the Republican primary, and number two, unlike the Republican primary for the Senate, where I actually do have a favorite candidate, I don't have a favorite candidate here. I'll tell you what I think, 
uh, and I'll see if the, 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 the debate tonight makes any difference. I will tell you, as I have said to last hour when Brad was here and when Bob and I were talking, the thing I'm going to be looking for with these folks tonight is, is anybody going to be willing to um, stop talking about how conservative they are and start talking about what they will do when they are governor? Will there be any policy talk? Uh, on that. I will be looking to see who, if anybody, talks policy, says, you know what I want to do for the teachers? Or do you know what I want to do about the um, uh, child protective service issues? Or do you know what I think we need to do about the budget? I'm looking for, that's what I'm looking for first and foremost. Anybody going to stop just saying, I'm more conservative than you are? A Trump Mike likes me better than you. Is anybody going to be out of that pack and uh, be more specific? about policy. Now, Mac Warner was with us yesterday. Mac says he doesn't think that's the way they act, and they won't act that way tonight. We'll find out. I hope Mac does well. I, I, I've i met Mac once. Uh, I talk to him on the phone occasionally. I, I like him. Uh, again, if, I was, if, he, if he was asking my opinion, I think he came out too much on military uh, from the beginning. I well, thought that's, I, that's his... But that's who he is. Yeah. But I, I hope he does well. I, I, don't want, I don't want Mac to get uh, embarrassed with the numbers. I want him to stick around. Um, I am wildly bothered by Max's election denier uh, belief that, you know, Trump didn't win the left. He election. didn't go too far with that yesterday no, when you he, asked No, him. he didn't. And I didn't push him on it. Somebody asked me that afterwards. So why didn't you, you know, you got to push these people. You know what? I'm going to ask them what do they believe. They'll tell us. Um, I, it's not my place to get into an argument with them. Um, so I, I have a problem with Mac. But I will, I've said it over and over again. I like Mac Warner. Variety of different reasons. <laughs> let's let's go back to this. It's as silly and simple as it sounds. He's the one who opened the door for me. When Ryan Weld literally slammed the door in my face in the Capitol, when I was waiting to get in to do a live broadcast, and I said, oh, yes, I'm going to do a live show. He goes, oh, you're, you're the guy. Yeah, yeah, Wheeling. Yeah, yes, that's right. Ryan Weld said, yeah, you, 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 I, I didn't like the way you talked about me. Boom, slammed the door in my face. Mac Warner said, hey, what, what's going on? I said, I need to, oh, come on in. He opened the door, took me upstairs. Got, so he buys points just by, <laughs> just, just by doing that. And he has never refused to be on the show. Patrick Morrissey, I ask over and over again. No, nope, won't be on the show. Well, I think Mac Warner is a, is a true gentleman. Whether, whether you're on his team or not, I, th- I think Mac is a gentleman. And Mac brings, um, and again, I do not have a dog in this hunt. I am not endorsing Mac. I do not uh, have a belief that Mac is any better than more Capito or, or Morrissey or whatever. But I will say this. Mac has a pretty good record as an executive. This is an executive job. This is not a philosophical job. Again, back to, you know, I'm a more conservative. This is the job of running the state. He runs the state. And you know what? That's the other thing I like about Mac Warner. With all of the political baggage he has that I really dislike, he runs the office well. He runs. He he does his job as Secretary of State well. Yeah, I I agree, Howard. And the other thing I might say to Mac if he'd asked me, I said, Mac, you think your brother's really doing you any favors running for your old job? Don't you think that might be a little confusing come election day? Yeah. Well. As you remember, there have been a lot of Warners around. Do you remember Monty Warner? I do. Guy Kathy Fortunato spilled coffee all over him one day. Monty Warner was running for governor. Who was he running against? Mansion. Mansion and Capehart. Capehart and him in the in the primary. 
Was that what it was? It I was, thought, yes. Uh, Monty Warner beat uh, Rob Capehart in the in the primary. But Monty was running against, was he running against Manchin though, right? Yeah, and he yeah. killed him. Manchin just. Because uh, every time Monty would come on, I would begin. You're going to get killed. Politely, I was saying, you know, Monty, you understand. You're going to lose and lose. But yeah, you're going to get killed. Howard Monroe, I, would, I don't know why you say that to me every time. I, I have a, I'm, I'm all, everything looks like I'm going to win. Monty. You're going to get clobbered. You can't win, Monty. You can't win. So uh, the Warners have been around for a long time, and now his brother Chris. And there's another Warner out there, too. Chris and, and Mac and Monty. There was another one out there. It's a family affair. Although, you know what? I got thinking about this when Brad was talking. It's all a family affair in West Virginia. Yeah, you got the Capito Moore, more Capito. You got more Capito, Riley Moore. You got uh, Chris Miller, son of Carol Miller. Uh, you got, uh, you know, the Moore family, the, the Capito family, the, 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 the Miller family, the, the, the Warner family. We got like five families in West Virginia. It's, we're like the mafia. We got five families, right? <laughs> That's just about it. All right, 925-25 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. The uh, big story of this week for us here in the Upper Ohio Valley has been the streetscape, and the Department of Highways issued a, I don't know what you call it, a statement, a press release uh, about the streetscape yesterday. Not a lot of new information, but some new information. So I will share that with you and more as we talk streetscape uh, before we wrap the show up this morning. 925 right now here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hi, Toppy Kirchival Talk Line on Metro News. Make sure you join us for the next show. 10.06 Thursday morning, we will recap the Republican presidential debate from Wednesday night. And we'll get you ready for the West Virginia Republican gubernatorial discussion that's going to take place on Thursday night. So a lot of politics to talk about on the next talk line. 10.06 Thursday morning right here on this Metro News radio station. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Have a holly jolly watchdog Christmas. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. This is another Sound of the Season. You're listening to the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on the Watchdog Radio Network. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. 13 years old, he's been singing for four years. Mr. Brad Paisley. Thank you. It was a cold and dark December night, but a star still lit the sky. Away. Baby cry. 
the cry of the Son of God, a little baby boy. Did you tell me he wrote this song? Yeah, like when he was 10 or 11, something like that. He was 13 there. You know, other than there is that, there's still a little bit of the child timber to his voice. I mean, it's a good voice. I mean, you, you can see at that age, he was he has the he had the, the potential to clearly be a, a powerful and, and big singer. And that's what they all said. And then it goes this verse, this is him as a man. Same song. This was the first indication of the importance of his birth. So hush up, little baby, you know not what you'll do. You'll bring the world peace and love and teach them while you do. You have nothing to fear because you know That little important baby Born on Christmas Day You can see what I meant there, though. The two versions there. The earlier version, when he was 13 years old, he still had the higher-pitched voice, the slightly younger timber to his voice. But other than that, the voice, the vocal quality, both at the older age and at 13, uh, the same. I mean, just a... It's no wonder he's one of the most popular music musicians around. And one of the things I love to do on YouTube, I like to hear Minnie Pearl and Conway uh, Twitty. How's it Minnie Pearl? You know, and they just said, we we knew he was going to do this. I mean, we knew him since he was eight, nine years old. Yeah. We, we just knew he was he was destined to be a, a, a superstar. And we all watched him grow up. Right. You know, right there, literally in front of our eyes on the Capitol stage. Right here, Howard, in Wheeling, West Virginia. I, I, I didn't introduce him. I worked with him once. I think he was like seven. It was not a. I, I never did a jamboree. I never did a jamboree thing, but uh, it was like some nonprofit group, and I was uh, emceeing a show, a little small show at the Capitol, uh, and and Brad was you know there. I think he was seven years old, but uh, at least I can say I work. With, hey, hey, I work with Brad Paisley, you know. No, you didn't give him the same advice that you gave that two-time Oscar-winning actress when you told her, you know what, you might want to do something else. I don't think you're going to do very well in this field. That. Um, that was Fran McDonald. You didn't tell Brad that, did you? I uh, did not tell him that. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't say that. You didn't say, "Hey, Brad, you might want to take up the clarinet. Yeah, uh, listen, the, Brad, the guitar is not you working know, for you. You should go into accounting." Just <laughs> no. I will never live. Now, I'm sure she doesn't remember, and it was only uh, she's got her your picture. It was only, it was only in passing. Fran McDormand uh, was at Bethany College and was, came to the town gate, and I was at the town gate. And I, did, I can't remember the circumstance, but I remember saying to you, you are never going to amount to anything. <laughs> See, you can, she contributes you to her success, Howard. She keeps your picture right there, and she looks at it. He told me I wasn't going to do it. I'll this show him. idiot kid. 
said I couldn't be anything. I figured, how about this? I'll show him. Jeez. No. No, I didn't say that to Brad. I did not say that to Brad. Uh, 9.32, 20 till the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, hopefully I'll get time to get to the streetscape. I want to get to that coming up in a minute or two and some other stuff. But maybe first we got to get to um, Taylor Long. She's got Ohio Valley headlines for us. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this December the 7th. Yesterday, Brian Chavez took the oath of office as the state senator in the Ohio Senate. He will represent Ohio's 30th district, succeeding former Senator Frank Hoagland, who has retired. He's the manager and owner of Reno Oil and Gas, which manages the drilling and field maintenance for over 400 conventional gas and oil wells. He will serve the remainder of former Senator Hoagland's term and then run for a full four-year term in November of 2024. And a grand jury indicted two men from Jefferson County on charges of manslaughter. Among them, Rusty Lee Stevens, a 54-year-old resident of Brilliant, faces two counts of involuntary manslaughter, both first-degree felonies, and one count of felonious assault, a second-degree felony. 27-year-old Thomas Davis, also out of Brilliant, was indicted on one felony count of involuntary manslaughter and one felony two count of felonious assault. Both men are suspects in a homicide out of Brilliant that occurred back on April 30th. For more details, head to WTRF.com. Two cases of meningitis have been confirmed among children in Jefferson County with a third one possible. The health department says it's the first time the disease has been reported in the last three years. It's also called meningococcal disease and the main symptoms are fever, headache and a stiff neck. Health Commissioner Andrew Henry says the patients are between the ages of 2 and 6 and live in the Amsterdam Burgles area. He says it doesn't spread as easily as the common cold. Officials also say treatment needs to start as soon as possible if you believe you're experiencing symptoms. So call your health provider right away. And the Brook County Family Support Center is organizing a Healthy Grand Families event tonight from 5 to 7. The event is free to the public and it will take place at the Brook County Family Support Center on Main Street in Wellsburg. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long working for you. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information. 
or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuardWestVirginia. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, the reindeer pull the sleigh and the elves make the toys. Those are stories that are well known to all little girls and boys. But I've got another story that I bet you haven't heard. Did you know that Santa has a secret agent bird? Excuse me? He's Penguin, James Penguin, that dapper little guy. Who is this? Like a well-dressed duck in a three-piece tux. He's Santa's secret spy. Is this Brad? It is. Now have you ever wondered how Santa Claus keeps tabs? How he knows when you've been good, how he knows when you've been bad. It's Penguin, James Penguin, that dapper little guy. Like a well-dressed duck in a three-piece tux, he's Santa's secret spy. I've heard of Dominic the Donkey, but I have never heard of Penguin J. Penguin before. I That's a new song to me. Yeah, I kind of found out uh, last night also. Howard. You get a great kick out of picking these things, don't you? Thank God for YouTube. You just start going down the rabbit hole and seeing what pops up. <laughs> What's that over there? Whoa, let's go find that. You know, and That's what makes it so much fun to listen to the bumper music here uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's just really good, uh, good, uh, good stuff. And not to st- uh, steal the thunder, but... You're going to do one of my favorite closing songs today? We are. We're going to get off our country format uh, for Thursdays. We do country music, and with the season, we're doing country uh, songs, all Brad Paisley today. But uh, with the passing of Norman Lear yesterday, and we talked earlier about uh, just, you know, he's at the top when you talk about TV, um, um, uh, television uh, characters. Archie Bunker is at the top, and we're going to pay tribute uh, going out. We might uh, shed a tear or two, but it's uh, remembering you which is uh, Carol O'Connor's version of the closing song. Everybody knows the opening song. Boy, the Wagon Miller played songs that made the hit parade. Guys like me, we had it made. Those were the days. It was probably done better by Archie, and it was done bad by Archie. And it was still better than what I just did. But the closing song had no words until Archie, until Carol O'Connor put them to him. And, yes, it does make me tear up a little bit every time when just uh, remember. It's a nostalgic song. You, th- you think back of the old days. It is. So I uh, will do that going out. Uh, 40, uh, 940, 20 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperature has not changed much all morning long. 35, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 35 at the Highlands. 37 in Elm Grove. We picked up a couple degrees out in my neighborhood. Still 35 here? Stuck on 35. Maybe I need to. Smack it around a little bit. Maybe it's just stuck here. Howard. If it was just yours, I'd say hit it. But uh, it's it, all of the temperatures have stayed pretty much exactly where they are when we started out this morning. Mostly cloudy in the morning, then gradually sunny during the day. Daytime high 46. It's going to warm up. Not a lot, but should pick up maybe 10 degrees. Uh, tomorrow, 56 and sunny. 
And uh, then Saturday, close to 60, but a little bit of rain on Saturday and a lot of rain on Sunday, but a, a very warm weekend, 9.40, till the hour. We are here until 10 o'clock, 10.06 this morning. Hoppy Kerchival is in, of course, statewide talk line. Uh, among other things, Hoppy will be, as we did today, previewing the big debate tonight between three of the four gubernatorial candidates in West Virginia. Patrick Morrissey has chosen to sit this one out. I think at one point Morrissey said he was going to do some special event to counteract this or something. But Again, he's talking like Trump. Get out of here, Patrick. It'll be interesting, Howard, uh, if, if they kind of attack him. You know, do you think what would be the strategy you would recommend? Ignore him. Don't even mention his name if he's not there. Or do you go after him for not being there? Well, we, we had Mac Warner on with us yesterday, and he didn't bring it up. But when I brought it up, he uses a chance to go after Morrissey. I mean, he, he, he he's, well, I, I forget exactly how he phrased it, you know. Well, perhaps he's afraid to talk to the, I mean, he, he didn't shy away from that. I, I kind of thought maybe Warner would go, well, you know, he chooses not to go, so that's fine. But he went after him. If that's an indication, you might see the others doing the same thing. I'll have to see. Coming up today on a statewide talk line, though, uh, among other things, a preview of the debate tonight. Hoppy uh, and uh, Brad McElhaney uh, and some of the others will be talking about that. Uh, also, let's see what else is coming up today on talk line. Uh, uh, former Charleston Mayor Danny Jones will be reviewing the presidential debate from last night. You and I talked, remember we talked before Danny had been on for a while and then he disappeared? And I thought maybe they had... Like war at his welcome? Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I talked to Danny. Uh, he called me at home a weekend ago or so. And uh, I, I guess I, I think he thought he wore I was welcome, too. But they apparently have invited him back. Is so. he your age, Howard? Yeah, about. So he'll never jump back in the political ring? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, never say never. He's very vital. I mean, he's he's. Um, I just always wonder why people do things. And man, he's been, like you said, he's been on the radio a lot getting his name out there. Yeah, he's been he's been. Well, I think I, I, here I'm going to make a guess. Although again, I did talk to Danny about this, but I think I think he's um, he's always been in the public eye. He retired, not retired. He chose not to run for re-election to the um, mayor's. He was the longest-serving mayor ever in Charleston's history. Uh, before that, he had been a sheriff. He'd been a state legislator. He had been a restaurateur. He went in uh, after he left the mayor's office and opened up a barbecue stand which became very popular down in Charleston, but hit the pandemic. Um, and then after a couple of years, he closed that up. And what he's been doing really lately is just traveling the country. You know, And uh, then they throw us a curve and elect a former Wheeling uh, citizen as their, their new mayor down there. I thought kind of Charleston and Wheeling hated each other, Howard. Yeah, but they love Amy. First of all, they love the good ones. The good ones are a, a big name in Charleston and around the state. And uh, come on, Amy's lovable. Sure she is, but I just kind of surprised me because, you know, she's, she's one of her, us and she's, she's down her, there. She's in her second term, and uh, I actually wonder, does she go to, does she, you know, want to vie with Danny Jones for being an, a long-running mayor of Charleston, or does she have any on, higher yeah. expectations? And um, I talked with one local politico, political analysis recently who said, oh, you know, like Mayor Elliott, you, you know, you can't jump from the mayor's race to a bigger position. 
I'm not so sure. I think Amy's got a good shot at going to to a to a bigger position. And the headlines in today's paper might differ with that. Uh, Mayor Elliott is right are there above the fold, uh, talking just about that uh, topic. I didn't see what he, what's he talking about. I didn't see that when I looked online this morning. It says right here, Mansion's retirement leaves Democratic hole on Senate ballot. Wheeling Mayor Elliott considering joining U.S. Senate race. Well, we told you that a couple of days ago here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, you know, Mayor Elliott, Mayor, Elliott, Mayor Elliott told me he is not going to run for the county commission seat. He's not going to. He has no interest in being city manager. Abe, he has no interest in being city manager. Uh, but but he said anything else is fair game. And then uh, it has been made public now that they're recruiting him to try to run for the Senate seat. Uh, I think it's a mistake, by the way. But this year, that might be something to work at later. But I think this year. So I didn't know that. So that was the front page of the paper this morning. Well, I'm glad they picked up on that. A couple days behind yeah, McKay, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, tonight, not to, so tonight, the debate, 7 o'clock, we'll have it here on the radio. Uh, after the debate, there will be a post-debate analysis. Mayor uh, Jones, Danny, former Mayor Danny Jones, will be uh, on the panel. Uh, Brad McElhenney, uh, Metro News. Uh, Dave Wilson is kind of anchoring it uh, for Metro News. Marsha Kovalik, who hosts a show over in the Eastern Panhandle. And uh, Jeff Jenkins, the Metro News News Director. And me. We'll all be gathered around uh, offering analysis after the debate on how it went. So tune in uh, to the uh, Watchdog Radio Network tonight. You can do it online at watchdognetwork.com if you prefer to. Uh, and you can also actually catch it at wvmetronews.com. It will be on wvmetronews.com, a video feed. So they told me I can't wear my pajamas. I have to, you know, I put on something that looks like it's, Proper broadcast attire. Is this is this proper broadcast? broadcast yeah, I think you get away with that. No, I'm I'm sure Nancy will have things laid out for you, oh, Howard. She I'm wants you to sure look nice on TV. I'm sure she will. Coming up today here on the Watchdog uh, after uh, uh, Hoppy Kerchival, it is a Thursday, and that means Donnie Gilbert, Donnie Gilbert Radio Show today. Nelson Croft is coming in. So is Big John, Big John, Marshall County Commissioner John Grzynskis, one of my favorite people. Ron Scott Jr. is coming in to talk about the hip hop show. That's uh, coming here at the Upper Ohio Valley, um, and uh, some talk about Waterfront Hall and the work that's going on down there. And I have been touting Waterfront Hall um, tremendously lately. I think Waterfront Hall is one of the best things that's happened here in the Ohio Valley for a while. It has become a real spark plug for the waterfront itself. Way to go, Dan. There's activity all the time down there. Uh, it's a place where almost every evening there are at least a handful of folks in there having a beer or two. And then on busy nights, there's a lot of people in there having a beer or two. Uh, they have the concerts there. It's uh, it's it's a great place. Some talk about that coming up today. And of course, as always on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show, it'll be the uh, the top five and the NFL picks of the week. Uh, your buddy Bear will be in. Yes. Lola will be in. Maybe Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Legendary Mr. Wright. Well, I wouldn't go that here. far. Uh, that's what it says right here. This is. Right here in this paper. The legendary Mr. Wright will be there, uh, and uh, Lola will be on, too. She's legendary as well. The legendary Lola. We should start calling her that. The legendary Lola. Um, so that's coming up today on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. I got some other stuff I want to get to before we get to Bob Westfall and before we get to even what I have to say. We must get to this. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. 
If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Sports Map Radio is on all night long. Tune in to get up to the minute sports coverage on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We We are the watchdog. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Tomorrow I'll be lonesome, remembering you. Got a feeling the sun will be gone. The day will be long and blue. And tomorrow I'll be crying, remembering you. We are, of course, playing that song, and we'll play it as we wrap up the hour this morning. Uh, in honor of Norman Lear, who died yesterday at the age of 101, perhaps one of the most groundbreaking revolutionary TV producers that there ever was. Um, the creator, first and foremost, probably of All in the Family, and then all of the All of the All in the Family spinoffs. Uh, he changed the face of television. Uh, all in the Family changed changed the entire face of television. Prior to that, it was I Love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke and. You know, maybe some of the uh, the uh, cowboy, not cowboy, what do I want to call them, the rural shows, you know, Petticoat Junction and those sort of things. And then along came this absolutely groundbreaking show called All in the Family, which most of us didn't know what to do with the first time we heard it or saw it. I know I didn't. First time I saw All in the Family as a young uh, college kid was, uh, I what, this is terrible. Why do they put that bigot on the air? I don't know. How could they do that? And then it took me a, a show or two to go, oh, wait, I see what they're doing with this. And then it became a, a tremendous show. Anyways, we've been taking note of uh, Norman Lear this morning, uh, so uh, we'll go out with that again. Also, I mentioned coming up today on Statewide Talk Long, among other things, Chris Starwalt will be in, Wheeling native Chris Starwalt. Um, got fired from Fox for telling the truth. Yeah, it's, that happens. Uh, he's with the News Nation now, which is owned by the same people as WTRF-TV, I believe. Uh, Steyerwalt will be in with Hoppy today to uh, talk about last night's uh, presidential debate. And then again, Hoppy will pre- be previewing tonight's gubernatorial debate in West Virginia. Bob Westfall is here with us from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Bob. You believe. I believe You what? believe? You believe that we're part of News Nation? Well, I, I, yes, I do. I'm, I'm, you believe? 
Nexstar is isn't yeah. News Nation part of Nexstar? We're we're all part. We're one big happy family. Nexstar is Nexstar is like uh, the uh, the Borg. It knows everything, right? Uh, we we've, we've got a good reach. Yeah, it's it's great to be part of a big company like this. Nexstar is uh, since you brought it up. It is the largest owner of TV stations in the country, owner of the most TV stations. I believe it is number one. Yeah, I think we're number one by, by like, uh, maybe five or six or something like that. And, and let me ask you a serious question, and then we'll get into the other stuff because this is more inside baseball. Um, do you like working for a big company like that? You know what? It's a big company, but it doesn't feel like a big company. That's what I've heard but from other people in your place as well, yeah. Yeah, we get the... We get the Basically, we get the moral support, we get the technical support, we get everything we need. But when it comes to doing our news and our local news and things there, it, it's 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 local. It, it's run by, you know, by Mitzi runs the station, Brenda runs the newsroom, um, and, it, and it's local. Um, uh, like I said, uh, they give us the technical support, they give us the equipment support, they give those kind of things. But when it comes to putting news on the air, it's, it's all us. Uh, you know, there have been several stories that I've read in the national media press that point out uh, how uh, Nexstar is, does exactly that, gives, com- gives such independence to your individual stations and gives such you know, editorial control to the individual stations. There have been a couple of stations, not here, but in that chain where there's been some controversy. And Nexstar said, you know what? Our guys on the ground made this decision. We're sticking by it. So I just wondered, since, since we were talking about that, it's because uh, you've gone through working for relatively smaller companies. Uh, you were there, I think, when Bray Carey owned the station, so at five or six stations. And now the yeah. much much larger group, and uh, you know, sometimes going from one to another can be a, can be a jolting change. But everything I've heard about Nexstar, and I'm not sucking up Nexstar because I don't need to suck up to them. Uh, I'm not sucking up to Nexstar. Everything I've heard about them is they're a really good good company. Um, yeah. we're, we're lucky to. And, and let me let me just say one more thing, without mentioning names. Not every large company gives their TV stations the independence that Nexstar gives, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I will leave it at that, too. Let's talk about what you have independently chosen to cover here in the Upper Ohio Valley today. All right. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day, just remembering those that were lost, 3,500 men, uh, civilians, men and women, uh, killed by Pearl Harbor. Uh, came across a really interesting story. Uh, brothers, uh, Castro brothers from Hancock County. Uh, killed a pearl, both of them. One was 19, one was 20. Oh, okay. um, we'll have the whole story. John Lynch is working on that story right now. I just uh, came across it earlier this morning. Uh, I believe they were both on the USS Oklahoma, uh, listed in 1939 and 1940, and uh, were killed in the attack. Hmm. Uh, so we're going to have a little bit a uh, little bit of a remembrance there. That'll be on mine. Uh, I do love, uh, I love that story, just remembering... Uh, we tend to think of some events like that as big and maybe doesn't have an effect on the local. Uh, but there's a family that lost two sons um, in, in one day. So, Well, and um, I, Bob, I think, and Bob Slider and I were talking about it earlier, uh, in, in earlier days and previous generations, even in previous of my generations, we used to devote more time to Pearl Harbor. And as the further we get away from it, the less we think about it. And I do think it's important for us in the media to take note of it. So uh, not just because the story is an interesting human interest story, but it's important for us to take note of the date. Right. Now, I was talking to, actually, I was talking to my nephew yesterday about how time changes everything. Um, you know, if you think when I was born in 63, 
World War II had only been over for 18 years, so Pearl Harbor was only, what, 22 years before that. So <laughs> time changes everything, and I think you're seeing that even with 9-11 celebrations. Yes. Uh, less and less as, as time goes on. So I don't know. I, I, I think time heals wounds, but I think we need to remember. I agree with you 100%. Yep. What else you got? All right. So what we're working on is our weather team, Soul Tracker 17, put together a winter weather outlook. That'll run tonight in our 5 o'clock. That'll explain everything that's coming up for the next three months. Uh, and so that'll be in our 5 o'clock. Uh, let's see here. Hanukkah begins tonight. Uh, so we'll be celebrating that this evening. We've got that coming up. Uh, a, a unique grocery store opening up in Steubenville. Everything is local in some way, shape, or form. Um, everything from, uh, from, from the local milks, the meats, everything like that. Uh, so Colin Roos will have that story today. Um, oh, marijuana is legal in the state of Ohio now. Recreation is marijuana. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? There, I know Bob? where I'm going to lunch, Howard. What did you say, Bob? <laughs> Thanks, Keith and John. Appreciate that. So anyway, we're going to talk to we're going to talk to law enforcement about how they would handle, uh, you know, drunk driving is one thing, but uh, how do they test for uh, being high and driving? So we're going to talk to uh, the High State Highway Patrol on that. So DK will have that today. We've got that. Uh, State Treasurer is in town. Going to make a check presentation to Wheeling Hospital today. Uh, so we will have that later today. Uh, big check presentation too at. Uh, uh, Easter Seals today, uh, High Valley Street Survivors donating over $7,000 to about 12 different charities. Uh, those guys really, those guys really put it out every year. Uh, just seems like it's more and more. So we're excited for that. Um, weather, uh, looks like a, it's not dark out, but it certainly is cloudy. So, um, Tyler and, um, uh, Zach will have that you know, update on that. And then our sports guys uh, did an interview with Travis Braden this week. He's excited. He's hoping that uh, finishing third in the, uh, uh, the snowball rally um, might uh, at least get him into the truck series. We'll see how that goes. And then, of course, uh, more high school football. Or, I'm sorry, high school basketball, college basketball, and things like that. So Scott and Dugan will be all over that today. So. That is what we're working on. Today. A lot of good stuff coming up. People can check it out at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 5, 30, the region-wide show, always at WTRF.com, the award-winning website, and Storm Tracker 7 and the news app on your phone or your tablet. And uh, then Channel 7 is always with you. Bob, have a great day. We will right. reconvene again tomorrow morning. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, Mr. Slider, time for us to say sign RC. Bye-bye, farewell. we got to go. we got to get out of here. Kerchival's got the calm coming up next. I will be on this evening uh, at 8 o'clock with the uh, post-debate analysis for the governor's debate in West Virginia right here on this radio station and at WVMetroNews.com. And uh, we'll probably do the same tomorrow morning here on the show, uh, plus our regular Friday funds test, including uh, hopefully John McCabe and uh, Bill Bryson and uh, maybe some other fun stuff. We've too. made it through another week, Howard. You're going to go get uh, chili dogs? Today. I think so. I'm going to take uh, all my boys out there. It's kind of fun. Got all the boys going together today. My three, my three sons, and uh, Tyler, the oldest grandson. We'll gonna, enjoy. We're going to go have lunch. They want to have Chinese. I'm going to have it too. All over now we're through, and tomorrow I can start in remembering you. There's a faraway look in your eye when you try to pretend to me 